Hold your head as high as you can High enough to see who you are, little man Life sometimes is cold and cruel Maybe no one else will tell you so simple that you Featuring Algebra here on Indie Review Radio. Yes, indeed. Call We're here, up. Steve. Me, me and my co-pilot, 
Me and my co-pilot are here today. Say hi, Joyce. Hey, everybody. Joyce, what are you doing Who's the co-pilot? I didn't know about this. I didn't get the memo. Joyce Washington is here with us today in the studio. <laughs> What's you going on, Joyce? Cool. I snuck in here. I snuck in here. The back door. Oh, okay. Oh, I got you. I got you. The security dog and the back door. So it's all good and good. Well, you are uh, uh, inside the later. You there? Yes. What did you say? I said we're going to be talking to her a little later about some stuff she has going on. Oh, absolutely. She she is kind of inside it, so she wouldn't know about using back doors a lot, actually. Right. But she knows nothing about your greetings around the world, so let's have her experience that. Oh, yes. So at this time of the program, I say to everybody out there listening, no matter what means you are listening, I say to all you ladies and gents, good morning, good afternoon, good night, buenos noches, buenos dias, sakpase, konnichiwa, salam, namaste, assalamu alaikum, alafia, pareb, good day, nehoma, bonjour, bonsoir, bon dia, what up though, alito, askashke, what up son, what's going on, to all the beautiful people throughout the universe and the world. This is any review. All the people in the universe and the world. And the world, yeah. Craig, we love that. Sounds like you got some new stuff in there. You have some new greetings you snuck in on us? Oh, no, I just switched a couple around from the way I usually drop them. Okay. I just switched the, the order a little bit. Okay, okay. So how was your week, See, What's going on in the Big Apple? Well, the week was good. Of course, you know, everything kicked off with the Super Bowl, you know, this past Sunday with my New York mm-hmm. Giants winning the championship, stomping okay, down the Patriots. Yes, they did. Did you so, win any no. money? Did you win any oh, no, money? No, 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 no. no. I, I didn't put any money down. I, I don't trust sports to uh, to gamble like that. Absolutely not. Okay, just checking. Because you know anything could happen, and when you do bet, that's when things usually happen. <laughs> so I was not going to put myself in that situation. So where did you watch the game? I watched it at home with the fam. You know, I was, I was around okay, my people. Good. Good. Yeah, yeah. We like that. I, we like that. And so saying? what else did you get into this week? What else did you do? Anything exciting? Um, Nothing exciting, really. Um, I was supposed to attend a Reebok event that was going down where they had a group of uh, young females who are on the wrapping tip, and they, they have a new campaign that they're doing. But unfortunately, I was unable to, to do that. But um, outside of that, you know, I've been writing, been writing some stuff. I don't want to get into details, but uh, I did a little bit of that. Nothing really, really exciting, exciting that uh, would have the world spinning. But you know, just just some stuff to, to to get done. You know, some work on my part. Got you. Well, Atlanta has been popping this week. Lots of good stuff happening here. I was able to attend the Legendary Awards, which was awesome on Thursday. Um, Dominique Wilkins chairs the event, and they honored a bunch of different people, including Ted Turner. They honored Deion Sanders. Um, they honored um, uh, Dallas Austin was there. They honored him. He had uh, a legendary lifetime a lifetime legendary award, which was great. Uh, everyone showed up. 
they honored Dr. S. Elizabeth Ford, Dr. Elgin Bell, Ms. Jocelyn Dorsey, who happens to be the first black anchor woman in Atlanta. Lila Womack, who's doing amazing things in her community. And um, big shout-out to Yuanda. She was able to not only not only perform for Miss Dorsey as her honoree, but she also closed the show, and she shut it down. It was awesome. So it was a really great night. We were all dressed up and cute, you know, my lip gloss was popping. <laughs> you know the lip gloss. I'm determined to be in a music video because it's all about the lip gloss. Uh, uh, yes, yes. We, 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 for those that listen to the show regularly, we absolutely know that. Well, I'm just saying, just in case somebody's listening, that can make that happen. <laughs> absolutely. And I'm, so, I'm sure, so I'm sure, we, well, we're going to find out what Joyce did this week. What did you do? This week, I really, I just worked this week, and I'm just wrapping up and in post on a documentary that okay. I've been producing for Centric. BET on uh, the life of Heavy D. Myers. Nice, nice. We'll definitely get more into that a little later. That sounds like a lot of work, though, and I can't wait to hear about the process. It's going to be good stuff, C. Oh, absolutely, definitely, definitely. We're going to dig into all of that in full um, from Miss Washington there, and we're going to find out exactly how you put together uh, TV show, film projects, documentaries, the whole nine yards. Like we want to know about all of that. I, I definitely want to know about that, and I'm sure she a said, lot of listeners. Get me in a music video, and get me in a music video. She said. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna put my lip gloss on right now. <laughs> I'm gonna well, put we're, we're gonna find out about all of that in a little bit, and uh, how, you know, Joyce came up and how she got her start and, and so forth and all of that good stuff and, and, and what's going on in the entertainment world, you know, some stuff that we normally wouldn't hear about that I know she knows. And uh, we're going to get to all of that on the program. Of course, we are taking your calls out there and your emails, 646-478-5123. Email us, indiereviewcd at gmail.com. Don't forget to uh, hit us up on Facebook. Any review, check the blog out, anyreview4u.blogspot.com. And what's the number for the direct feedback that they can oh, leave any time during the day? The Intellectual Hotline, that's what we like to call that. That is 646-389-0088. And, again, that number does not get you on the show, but what you can do is leave messages for us there. Um, leave a drop. Let us know why you're an indie lecturer. Let us know why you enjoy listening to the show, and we will make sure to play your drop on our anniversary show, which is coming up very, very soon. We have details on that for you in the next couple of weeks. Absolutely, absolutely. So in the meantime, between time, we're going to do some music, and uh, we'll be back with some more stuff and fun and activities here on Indie Review. It's Ishe and Daru right now. We'll come close. I got in store for you. I got. 
uh, on the show, along with some of our other friends that have been signed and that are no longer signed, like your SWVs, and, um, you know, they have some good stuff going on. Faith Evans, people that have done it, done it, and done it well, and are now doing it on their own, and I'm sure they have lots of jewels and advice to give our listeners that are trying to do the same thing. Yep, yep, yep. And that one was going out by request for Elaine down there in uh, Maryland. She She's a big, big fan of Joe's. She wanted to hear some, some new Joe, so we did that one for her. All right, Miss Elaine. Well, thanks for tuning into the show. And we want to thank the people that are hopping in and out of the chat room. We don't see your names, but we see you as guests. We welcome you. Thank you for joining us. So as you guys know, today we're joined by Joyce Washington, producer extraordinaire. If you want to follow her on Twitter, she is Le Producer. That's L-E producer at Twitter, and uh, she's actually with us here in the studio today, so we're going to be able to chat with her, and she's going to kind of co-host, and get, you know, she's checking out the music, she's feeling the vibe, it's all good in the hood. We like that, right? We like when people are here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, when I was in Jersey, we would powwow, he would come out to Jersey, and to the studio, we would have all kind of Scooby snacks and all kind of stuff. Don't you miss that, see? Yeah, those are the good old days. I definitely we'll do miss that. We'll have a party when you come. We'll, we'll uh, have a. We'll record the show in front of a live audience. How about that? That's what I'm talking about. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, so Joyce, as you guys know, is our guest today, and I'm gonna let her tell you a little bit about herself, how she got started in production, and how long she's been doing this. Hey, um, I'm Joyce, and. Uh... <laughs> I first got started in the entertainment industry uh, by working with a company called Propaganda Films. And Propaganda Films uh, was one of the first production companies, our largest production companies, that were doing some of our really huge music videos and commercials. Uh, They were working with artists like Michael Jackson, Madonna, Mm -hmm. um, Meatloaf, just, just large, you know, rolling, you know, just a bunch of artists, pop artists. Uh, R&B artists, you know, and that's how I got started. I started working with the company, and I was with that company for about four years and then eventually started producing independently, started doing, um, started in music videos, working with a bunch of directors uh, that you guys have probably heard of, Hype Williams, Hype, <laughs> Paul Hunter. Like the best videos ever. Yeah. The best videos ever, yeah, he's oh, one of my guys huge directors that kind of changed the face of uh, the hip-hop and R&B music videos. So from Hype to Chris Robinson to Billy Woodruff, who's my favorite director. Yeah, very, his pictures are good and clear and clean. Like, yeah. You know, all, Billy, Billy all the women, all the women would love for Billy to do their uh, music videos. Mm. Not doing them so much these days, but, yeah, that's where we started with a lot of music videos and commercials. Okay. Okay. But did you know that production was what you wanted to do? Like, it, that production was your gift? Because I... I feel like it's your gift, but did you know that when you first started? And if not, at what point did you, you know, kind of come in tune with that? I felt, I mean, it was a learning process for me. I started uh, on staff at uh, Propaganda Films, like I said, and I started, like, in one of the executive positions. And from there, I would just go go visit sets, you know, the various productions that were going on, various commercials and music video sets, just to become familiar and figure out what it was I wanted to do. I knew I want at that point I did want to work in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. and probably produce or direct, but I just wasn't sure which lane 
I wanted to go in. And so eventually production was the lane I chose, and then I started doing production work and, like I said, producing for, you know, a lot of directors. And I think I kind of knew that it was my gift. When I did a huge commercial, I was probably producing for about, I want to say about two years after doing a bunch of uh, music videos and small budget commercials. And I got a call to do a huge Pepsi commercial with a big director by the name of Wayne Isham. Mm. And the commercial was shooting in Rio, uh, Brazil. It was shooting in Rio de Janeiro, and it was my first time doing a job out of the country. Mm. So at oh, that point, point, yes. And so at that point, I was like, wow, I think this is what I uh, am purpose to do. Mm. And I felt really good about it. The job went great. We had a fabulous time. I was probably in Brazil for about 28 days. Ooh. So it was lovely. And uh, I was like, yeah, this is what. You know, this is what I am meant to do. Right. And uh, when you think about production, are you more concerned with telling the story on your end, or are you more concerned with how people are receiving the visual or the pieces that you're putting together? Like, what's the thought process when creating, um, when you create? Okay. Well, it's different in terms of, you know, when you produce commercials and when you produce music videos. Mm -hmm. When I was producing music videos, it's more about the creative from the director. The director would get the song, he would write out the vision and his idea for that particular song or track for the artist. Sometimes the artist would chime in and give their thoughts in terms of creatively where they wanted to go if they liked the direction. So the director would then you know, complete the treatment and do the treatment, and then I would get the treatment. And then what I would have to do is break down that treatment mm -hmm. in terms of money mm -hmm. and how much it was, it's going to cost to shoot this particular, you know, music video or commercial. So I would have to break down from casting to production design to the automobile <laughs> that they would want in this video, you know, uh, the wardrobe, the cast, the crew, the DP, you know. Mm -hmm. So basically my job, was to really take the money that was given from the record label, if it was a music video, and then I would have to make sure I stayed within the confines of that budget and bring that budget in under. And I was always concerned about the end result of it because we wanted it to look good visually and wanted it to be something that would stay with people. So, so would you say that the, being able to budget, being able to line item, that's what makes you a good producer? That is Absolutely what makes me a good producer. Okay, that's wonderful. We like that. Now, and it's really interesting because at one point it was all about the music videos, and then we started seeing the director's transition into film. What do you attribute that to? I just attribute it to just the time. It's just, you know, when you're looking at more urban films, mm -hmm. of course they want to pull these directors because you have great lighting, you got quick cuts, you have things that, you know, maybe people would be more – engaged at looking at. Right. It's more appealing to the eye, you know. So they wanted to take some of the, or they did take a lot of the music video directors, and some of them made that transition quite well. A couple of the directors that I worked with, like Billy Woodruff and Ten Story, you know, Ten Story did Fantastic Four. Right. You know, and Billy Woodruff, you know, he did uh, Beauty Shop and... A lot of and stuff. Funny and funny. And then just, he did the episode of Game Reaction. He just finished producing, yeah. like, you know, about five or six episodes or more of the game here. So, yeah, it's like because they're able to really, you know, the skills that they have from music videos, which a lot of times we would only have like a week, 
three to four days to prep the job, mm. you know, and, you know, find our DP and get the crew together and do everything. So these guys visually, I mean, it's just, it's great what they've been able to do, you know, with their careers in terms of transitioning. It's just harder, you know, as a producer like myself when you're doing music videos and commercials to make that transition to television and film. Okay. And I know that a lot of times when you're on this production journey, there are occasions where you work films or projects that you're not as connected to, and then there's some that you really um, jive with or really feel like this really presents who you are as a producer. Can you give us a couple of ones that you didn't really jive with or, or better yet, give us the ones that you felt you really messed with, like a couple of projects that you felt like this is really what I'm supposed to do? Well, like I said, there were a couple of commercials um, that I did that I really enjoy doing, and the process is a little different for commercials because, you know, you get to be creative and the boards from the agency. So you pretty mm-hmm. much know exactly what this commercial is going to be about. I remember I did a Colgate commercial with a Hottie Robinson tea, and it turned out beautifully. Mm-hmm. You know, it was her and her kids, and it was, you know, we did three different spots, and so that was one of the things that I was really, really proud of. And there was a comedy uh, project that I did. It was just a short film that I did with uh, Jamie Foxx and Martin okay. Lawrence, where right. they were Shanae and Wanda. Right. Oh, I remember that. Didn't that air in the middle of an award show or something it, like that? It, it, it right. was the, the BET award show that Jamie Foxx was on. And the crazy thing is everybody just knew that a new, that uh, it was going to be a movie. And they still talk about it going to be a movie. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think it's going to be a movie. Was it supposed to be a movie? It was definitely supposed to be a movie. And uh-huh. I think it's still sort of like in the development stage. They're talking about, about it. They're still right. talking about it. It's still floating around the studio. That's so it wasn't yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, and we also, is okay to talk about your most recent project? Yes. Okay. So, well, we, we're going to talk about the documentary. Okay. But the real reality TV. I would like to talk a little bit about that. Okay. Um, just seeing as how, again, so we transition from video, we go to movies, and then this reality TV wave just hit us over the head. Now, you um, are one of the producers from Love & Hip Hop. And, again, people have mixed views about the show. But from a production standpoint, what were you able to take away from the experience? Well, from a production standpoint, you know, the reality world was new to me. And, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I worked on um, – I was one of the segment producers on uh, Love & Hip Hop uh-huh. Season 2. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. It was the first reality show that I was, you know, one of the producers on. And it was interesting because, you know, you're dealing with – it's not really celebrity talent. You know, in terms of, you know, a Martin Lawrence or a, you know, yeah, or actor, right? You know, you're not dealing with that. But what you are doing is you're just setting up a scenario and allowing them to really live their life out, or live the scene out, or live the conversation out. Mm -hmm. That's really what it is, Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, it was. Pretty interesting working with all of the ladies. Yes, well, it was. And we saw the wrap up, yeah. right? Um, and Mona did all. You know, she kind of navigated through the, through the wrap up and all that stuff. Do you feel like the, the questions that she asked at the end and the way people responded? You feel like that's pretty true to how the show went? Oh, it's the definitely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely pretty true. I mean, there's no script. There's mm-hmm. nothing where these girls are. You know, they have to be told 
to say a particular line or anything like that. It's just a matter of the producers, like, putting them in their environment, just like Mona, you know, just exactly what Mona did. You put them in the environment. You let them start having conversation. That Mm -hmm. conversation leads to a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. and the cameras are there just to, you know, to tape it. And the personalities, oh, my God, like, they were so big. Like, everybody had their own, you know. Chrissy and Yandy seemed to be really Big, bigger, the bigger of right. the personalities, but um, yeah, I was like, you know, I wonder, if that's, I wonder if this is really true to form, but it yeah. is, it yeah. is really true to form. I did the first four or five shows, mm-hmm. so and then after that, I jumped on another project, right, right, some film stuff and some more TV stuff. So we know so that we're talking was, about coming to Atlanta. Absolutely. Are you there in Atlanta right now? Okay, are they going to be working with them again? I don't think so. Okay, I'm I'm working on a couple of other projects. Okay, so uh, and I got a couple of other. Sort of reality shows, and I'm kind of shopping and pitching myself. Okay. Good stuff, good stuff. Now let's talk about the Heavy D documentary. When did you guys start the process? We actually started the process, um, I want to say, towards the end or middle of November. Um, And, of course, that was probably like a couple of weeks or a few weeks after Heavy's uh, passing. And I actually knew Heavy. Um, I worked with him back in 19, I want to say 1997 or 1998. Mm-hmm. I produced his Big Daddy music video. Okay. That's where we first met. And then a couple of years later, I would run into him at my cousin Warren Campbell's studio. Mm. And uh, they, they became really good friends. And then I would see him at my aunt's house. He would be hanging out holidays and stuff like that. And he was just, he was a great guy. But we started, you know, obviously um, they did the tribute. Uh, on the award show, yes. Soul Train Award. Yeah. And so, you know, around that time, that's when they started talking about doing the documentary, and then I was asked to be a part of the documentary, and um, it has been, you know, a great experience for me, you know, working, you know, with the people and the other producers that are part of the documentary and just interviewing all of his friends and business associates and family and stuff like that. It's going to be a great piece. It's going to really be a good piece. I can't wait to see it. Um, I think that we are – see, we can jump into some music real quick, right, and then come back and finish talking to Joyce about uh, the Heavy D documentaries and whatever else she has going on. Oh, yes, absolutely. We'll we you are the music because you've been so quiet and attentive over there. We're going to let you pick the music. Yes, 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 yes. Let's see. What should we do right about now? But before I even get to – uh, music choice. Uh, call us up. The number is six four six four seven eight five one two three. If you have questions for Miss Joyce Robinson, who's here with us live Robinson. in the studio. Washington. I'm gonna need you to call her Joyce Washington. Okay. He <laughs> said Robinson. He didn't hear it. He didn't even hear it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Make sure you call her Miss Joyce Washington. And um, uh, hit us up six four six four seven eight five one two three. All of your questions, you want to hear all of them, no matter what they are. And um, email us as well, cd at gmail dot com. And uh, we'll be back with some more from Miss Washington and Rachel and myself. All righty. Nothing bangs right now. Pin code.
unique things right there. Pen calls here on Indie Review Radio. Call us 646-478-5123. Join us in the chat room, of course, of course, of course. It's myself, C. Truth, Rachel, and Miss Washington, who's here with us live in studio. How's that? That's right. Now, see, as a actor himself, do you have any questions for Joy? Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing? Because I know you're over there taking notes. <laughs> well, no, I'm just formulating some questions in my mind. Um, given your your work with um, reality TV, commercials, videos, and so forth, what is a project that you really would like to work on that you have not gotten the opportunity to do as yet? I really would like to do a scripted drama. I haven't had a chance to do one, but I have a couple of ideas, and I have a writer working on a show idea right now, but I would love to do a scripted um, sort of TV drama. For a half hour or hour format? It it just depends. Either or. Okay. And I I hope this is... But this is just my opinion, of course. But I hope it's something outside of a cop show, a lawyer show, <laughs> a medical show, you know. Because, I mean, we've seen those just time and time and time and time and time and time and time again. My Not a cop show at all. Not a cop show. <laughs> okay. Thank you. It's something more centered around family. Okay. We we can deal with that. Okay. We like that. We like that. <laughs> We like that. So I wanted to talk to Joyce a little bit about our listenership because we um, we have a lot of independent um, musicians that listen to the show. We have independent filmmakers and producers that listen to the show. So when it comes to them, you know, a lot of people make their own videos now. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are good, some not so much. So what advice would you give to our listeners that are thinking about producing their own video? What are some of the things that they can do to impl- what, what are some of the things that they can implement in their project to make the video look of quality? Well, I think the first thing that they need to do, I mean, is really have, um, you know, a good camera, like one of the film cameras. And they're not that expensive. And also there's a lot of young DPs out there and directors out there um, that are putting out some really great work for hardly any money. Like I've been saying this, this has been happening now for the last few years where we know the music video game has changed. Mm -hmm. Whereas years ago when, you know, in the heyday when I was doing all these big budget music videos that were ranging from what, like low budget, back in the day when I was doing music videos, a low budget video was 150 or $200,000. And our videos would go up to at least a million or more. Some of them would even go, right. you know, in the millions, what they're making small independent films for these days. Right. But right now, people are doing music videos for as little as $1,500, $2,500. Yeah. And I think if they find, if they can connect with somebody who, has maybe a Canon 5D or a Canon 7D mm-hmm. and who knows how to light, mm. that is really that could really enhance the look of the music video. And what do you think about the videos that are like just the club scenes? That's, they grabbed their friends and they got in the club and shot. You're just Does that work? Like, is that, yeah, like a lot of the videos you see, like, I guess that's one of the 
quickest, least expensive ways to shoot a video, get a performance piece, get it done, send it out. Um, do you think that's the quickest, easiest way to do it, or does it, again, depend on some of the variables that you just mentioned? It just depends. It depends on the song. A lot of times the song drives the vision, you know that's what I mean, true, yeah. or the creative. But it just depends. Um, and oftentimes it's like, yeah, I have a bunch of friends. I have, like, 30 people that's going to meet me at the club, and we'll pull out a camera. And then I'll start performing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Performance piece. So it just depends on the song. It just okay. depends on, you know, the creative and the song and okay. how they relate to each other. Do you uh, have a question? Yeah, I, I have a couple questions. Um, let's say I have a project that I, I want to put out as far as, you know, let's say music video just just to start. And I, want, I want someone of your expertise to do it. And I don't have that big of a budget. Do you work within um, an artist's budget in order to get their particular vision done, or are you just really the high price? You know, I've been doing this for a long time, so you gotta, you know, you gotta pay my price. No, it's it's really I don't set a particular fee or anything like that for myself these days. But right. I haven't done very many music videos in the last. I want to say the last music video that I did was the LMFAO Party Rock video, which was huge, huge yes. song, yeah. huge artist, and we yeah. did that video, I, I want to say it's almost three years now, but the song has just lasted, and they've done commercials from there and everything. Oh, yeah. So that was really like the, you know, and I don't, and, and then even at that time, I wasn't doing a lot of music videos then. It was just this director that I really liked his work, Mickey Finnegan, and so I was like, sure, I would love to do it. But... Not to say that I've just turned down every music video these days. I don't because what I do is I do know so many people in the production community, so many people that either I've worked with, that I'm still surrounded by, that are still doing music videos. So I am always open to, you know, passing along information, giving advice, you know, to try to help, you know, helping a director out now who doesn't have much money for a music video and I'm trying to, you know, I'm putting him in touch with, some of the newer DPs and crew and people that I know can do, um, you know, do the work for that particular budget. Now, okay, let's say we, we've gotten past the budget and we are now in the beginning stages of the project. What are the what are the things that you require to to start off from artists that you're going to work with? It, it, be it video, be it a, a TV project or, or whatever it is, what are the first things that you need from that particular artist or a creative person coming to you to, to do a project? Well, um, it just depends on what the project is because there's different steps that you take for, you know, a lot of the, you know, the specific projects that you want to do. Um, in terms of a music video, it just depends on who's involved and who's doing what. And the first thing you want to do is figure out if, if there is a budget and then create some sort of contract to protect all the parties involved. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. So, and, and then after that, after that's established and you guys are, you know, could, could, you know, you on the same page creatively about what it is you want to do, and then you start putting together a team so that you can get it, you know, so that you can get it done. Right. Now, we're here in the review talking to Miss Joyce Washington, Miss Washington, as she likes to be called. <laughs> who has a, a wealth of knowledge and a lot of years of experience in uh, the field of production. Well, how do you deal with or, or have you had to deal with 
uh, you know, the hangers-on, the entourages, and, and people like that who don't have anything to do with the actual, you know, projects or the artists themselves, but, you know, they are causing a problem on set. <laughs> that is... Security. Yeah, wow, security, yes, that's what we do. We call security at that point. No, um, a lot of times we do have people that make their way or have made their way onto set and they want to hang out or they're trying to, you know, get in the video without really going through casting or being paid or anything like that. And a lot of times yeah, we do have to have security, you know. We call it here. I'm like, can you go get your baby off the, you know what? No, Mookie, it's not a part of this video. We don't care that he knows how to do a Harlem Shake. We don't care. That's crazy. That is crazy. I guess it happens, right? It happens. Oh, geez, Louise. I mean, you know, sometimes you have the people making the video that still don't quite get it. And, you know, there's a lot of producers producers out there that will not, um, you know, they're chasing checks. So they'll take the money and they won't be honest and work out of integrity. Right. Um, I mean, and that's, we've all been in that space, like first starting out, it's like, okay, it's another project, another experience. But at some point, you kind of shift a little bit, and you're like, you know what, I'm going to do this work on purpose, and I want to work with projects that are, you know, full of integrity. Yeah. And what would you say about this? I, I would have the same question that C asked, but about documentaries, because those are popping up all over the place, too. We've always had them, and I believe that documentaries can really be a conduit for lessons or for, you know, to share information, but some of them just, hmm, not so much, you know, what is that about? Do we care about that? You know, um, again, how do you define what makes a good documentary? Is it in the storytelling or is it in the production, how it's portrayed? And can you take a bad documentary and make it good through production? Okay, well, you've said a mouthful there. Okay, yeah, just asking. Documentary space is new for me as well. Okay. But, um... You definitely have to have a good story. Right. And and you want the documentary uh, to make someone or the viewer walk away with something. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some sort of emotion, some sort of answer, some sort of question. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I think if you have a good story, and, and that's important because not all of them are good stories, right. or if you have all the key players and ingredients in terms of the people that you're interviewing, in terms of uh, the information that they're offering up or giving to mm-hmm. the audience, it, you know, they, they range from different subject matters, and I think it just depends. It depends on the style, you know, it depends right. on the look. So you really have to first find out what it is and what you're trying to accomplish with your documentary or what story you're trying to tell and the type of documentary you're trying to do. Well, I guess that would make sense. So, see, the documentary about um, booty shorts on the back of motorcycles in the summertime, that's not going to work. In Brooklyn, we're not going to be able to do that. I wouldn't do something like that. (laughs) I'm just messing with you. (laughs) Okay, Uh, you know what? You know who would, though? That's the Cab of Orange documentary. Cab would do that. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's a Kevin Lawrence thing. That's, that's not a Kevin Lawrence documentary. And he would have Patrick yeah. somewhere in there because you know because he's Jamaican. So he would have that all part of you know all up and through there. That is so hilarious. And just because uh, I said that, watch what happens. It's going to be going to see one. It's in the review here on Blog Talk six four six four seven eight five one two three. And we got a call. Let's see who's on the line right now. Hello, you're on live. 
Caller, you're on the air. Hello? Hello? Hi. Who's this? Hi. This is Lisa Holloway Boyd. I know you. How are you? Hi. I wanted to I wanted to say Joyce is one of those people that have made opportunities for a bunch of directors that are now big directors. She gave them their first chance. She gave my husband his first chance to get in the entertainment industry and from there he went to Playboy. So she she really um makes a lot of opportunity for a lot of pe- up and coming people and I needed to say that for her. Oh, that's awesome, Lisa. Thank you so much for calling. Who's your husband? Tell the listener who's listeners your husband is. His name is Brian Boyd. He worked with Gary Gray. He um, worked on that Madonna video that Joyce was talking about. Okay. Philip Atwell. He's worked with Michael Bay. I just, I can't even begin to name all the people. Okay. Okay. So, well, and Joyce- that was because Joyce gave him his first opportunity. That is so awesome. She looks a little bit crept. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you, Lisa. Hey, Lisa, what's up, family? Girl, doing fine, hanging in here in the ATL. It's oh. OTL. We'll have to have Brian come over to the studio, a.k.a. my house, and uh, talk yes. a little bit about some of his projects that he's working on. Um, and yes. you guys, feel free to tune into the show anytime and spread the love, and uh, you'll get a copy of this show so you can... Hear Brian, uh, so Brian can hear how you brag about him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. You guys have a, the show is wonderful. I love it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. We appreciate you. Yes. Say hello to Brian. Okay. okay. Talk to you guys later. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. See you there. There you go. See, we have yeah. people who are. Are listening from everywhere, and you know, I'm, I'm sure there are a whole bunch of people that uh, can thank uh, Miss Washington for giving them a leg up or a heads up, you know, getting their start in the industry. And I'm sure there are like thousands and thousands of people who would like you to do that for them, who don't necessarily <laughs> have the right approach. I'm sure you get yeah. like, you know, all kinds of uh, offers and people say, hey, uh, can you put me on? Can you do this? Can you do that? And so forth. So, what is the right way in order to get your particular, you know, help or advice, you know, without coming off as someone who's just way too thirsty? <laughs> no, not a stalker. <laughs> no, I've always been a proponent of, you know, of helping people because I had no one in this business when I started out. Really, to help me, I kind of, you know, the person that gave me my first job in the entertainment industry was a gentleman by the name of Stephen Price, who was at Propaganda Films. And, um, you know, I'm just indebted to him, but I've always tried to, you know, like employ, you know, good people, talented people, people that were, uh, you know, just persistent in terms of what they wanted to do the desire, you know, to be in production and just kind of wanted to help wherever I could, you know. Uh, And I think with that, I mean, it's up to them from that point. Once they get on set, once they start meeting people on their own, then they have to turn that experience into something that's going to work for them. You know what I mean? Right, right. So no babysitting basically is what you're saying. No, I'm, I'm offering up my help, and I've definitely employed and hired a lot of people, but... 
at that point, you know, I, I'm off, you know, offer advice or whatever it is or help, but not so much hand-holding. There is a little bit, you know what I mean, but not so much. Right. I think until you introduce them and they start becoming a part of the network or, you know, wanting to know the direction that they want to go into, then mm-hmm. you kind of like, you know, let them do what they do. Definitely, definitely, absolutely. It's uh, in review. Call us up, 646-478-5123. We're talking to Miss Joyce Washington, of course, extraordinary producer uh, who's been doing her thing for quite some time. Uh, what, are some the, what are some of the things that you Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about my lip gloss. I got some new lip gloss, and it's going to be look really nice on television. So. Oh, boy. Oh boy! Post the video on the blog <laughs> www.indiereview4u.blogspot.com. Just so you know, I'm just you have to let people know. Because then they see you and they're like, "Oh, I didn't know that," but you did know. Okay, so I talk about it on the radio. Well, I'm going to tell my director friend who's shooting a music video here next week. Oh, that you are going to make an appearance in his music video. Me and my lip gloss. Any lip gloss sponsors? You better send me some lip gloss now. Your lip gloss might make the cut. I make the cut. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> well, listen, we're gonna um jump jump into a, a quick tune real quick, and then we're gonna come back and and find out uh, what Joyce does when she's not actually you know doing work or production. You know what else is we she into? We do want to know that, don't we? We do want to know that. We'll be right back. <laughs> Absolutely.
Yes, indeed. Is any review radio? That was Yuna right there. That was the song called Live Your Life. New artist on the scene. Her name is Yuna. She's originally from Malaysia, but she wow. now resides in L.A. So uh, that's the music from her, Yuna, Live Your Life. We have the best music from all over the place. Like T-Truth is really good at discovering that. And one day I'll get on the bandwagon, too. Okay. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's much better at this Yeah. Really, I mean, you know, the gamut. That's one of the yeah. beautiful things about the show is that we, you know, we, we give people light that wouldn't normally yeah. get it. So, um, and as you guys know, we are talking to Miss Joyce Washington today. She's joining us in the studio. We're hanging out, having some fruit and tea, it's, and it's nice out. It's windy. It's a little chilly. Nice. But the sun's coming out, so we like that a lot. Uh, if you have any questions for Joyce, give us a call, 646-478-5123. You can join us in the chat room, or you can um, – oh, don't forget to like the blog, www.indiereviewforyou.blogspot.com. So we've talked about documentaries. We've talked about reality TV. We've talked about Joyce having her gift. And um, I wanted to really quickly have you um, share with the listeners some of the people that you've done music videos for because you've done an array of them. Yeah, um, your list is long. Your list is long. Your list is long, but I'll tell you a few. Uh, just a few. Okay. Just a few. Okay. I've worked with Will I Am, Mark Anthony, mm-hmm. huge band over in Europe called Westlife, mm-hmm. and I think all of you know Beyonce. Of course, Beyonce. Beyonce, and wow, Mary J. Blige. Yeah, we love Mary. Okay. Love Mary. I actually just produced a live concert for Mary J. Blige. That's nice. A couple of months ago, okay. and uh, it's going to be. Really, really hot. Look out for it. It's going to be on the Centric Network as well. Oh, Centric is stepping the game up. Stepping the game up. Yeah. yeah. Got a lot of good stuff coming out. Yeah. So those are some of the yeah, good. good. Tony Braxton. Yeah. Tony Love Braxton. Tony from the A. Yeah. 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 And what do you think about the show, Her and Her Sisters? I love their show. Do you? That's my guilty pleasure. Is it? Love okay. Braxton. What do you think about um, Housewives, all those series? I don't get a chance to watch all of them, mm-hmm. but I do catch... Uh, Beverly Hills and um, the Atlanta occasionally. What do you think about Mob Wives? Love Mob Wives. They are so tough, aren't they? Yeah, they fight a lot. They're so gangster. They're very gangster. Oh, my gangster. God. Is that Drita? Yes. Yikes. But I love Rika. She's from the project, so what do you expect? But I love the new addition. I love oh, let, me, let me rephrase that. Not because she's Puerto Rican, that is she from the project, but I'm saying, like, she shows up, and she, she says that I'm, I grew up in... In public housing, I'm Puerto Rican. I, you know, like she's, she's like I don't have to be like them. She holds her own. She does. Yeah. What do you think about those shows, C? I don't watch any of them. I do not like those type of shows. Okay, you do not like them, Sam. I am. You would not like them on a bus. You would not. Okay, got it. Let's uh, call. Watch. We have yeah, a caller. They see them on the line. Oh, and they hung up. They're gone. Oh, they're gone. Oh, they got scared, I guess. Maybe they'll call right back. Maybe that was Julia from the Housewives. Maybe From the Housewives. Maybe that was her. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. So, um, Miss Washington, uh, before we got to some music, uh, I wanted to ask you, what are some of the things that you do when you're not doing your work? Like, you know, what are some of the things that you, you're, you're into outside of, you know, doing production work? Wow, you know, I, I, I'm i a foodie, so I love, love, love going to restaurants and hanging out and, you know, having a good meal with a good glass of wine. Uh, love checking out, like, what's new in the theater. Okay. What's um, the last movie you saw? 
I pull a little bit. I try to stay a little. I think it's fun. Yeah. On. yeah. I think it's fun. So, you know, I, I try to get out. What's the last something. movie that you saw? What was the last movie? Let me think about that. Um, the last, oh, the last movie I saw was Red Tails. Red Tails. Oh, my God, okay. I loved it. I loved it. I actually had the pleasure of meeting Mr. Archer, uh, who was one of the original Tuskegee Airmen um, at the Legends Award. We had we have a nice picture that we took together. That's Very nice. sweet man, and I and we talked a little bit about the movie. And he said he absolutely loves the way they portrayed them. Yeah. He said that the script was perfect. Yeah. And um, so for all those people out there that are saying, oh, it's not true to form, that came directly from one wow. of the Tuskegee Airmen's mouths. He was like, they were so That's on great. point. Yeah. yeah, the way that they built the characters and yeah. described it. He said it was so on point. So that was really cool talking yeah. to him about sure. that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he did a great job. Yeah. did a great job. What do you think, of, think about that whole funding fiasco that was around, like, black film? And, you know, as a producer and dealing with budget, so you see the discrepancies. Yeah. If they, you know, exist. I mean, we know they exist. Yeah. But what do you? How do you counteract that? Like, what do you? How do you work around it? Or are you speaking just for George Lucas? I mean, in general. So, I mean, okay. in general, like him, his, his project being to mine. Yeah. You know, when we talk about budgets and film, and you you deal with budgets all the time, and I'm sure you see the discrepancies and the money that's allocated for for different genres of film. Yeah, but it just depends. I think his movie was already shot, it was completed, and I think the only money that he was looking for was probably, I think, marketing dollars or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. from what I uh, have read, I think. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. I think it, that's what it was. He had already made the film, so now he was looking for dollars to promote the film and market the film. Mm-hmm. But just in, in any other film, like, the budgets, you know, they range, and it just depends on, again, going back to the story, going back to what your, you know, your script Right. And what you have there, and then you budget accordingly. Mm-hmm. And some people are able to make that work. And then when you see films that are bad, or maybe they take place in one room that's tight shot, that's close shot, you really don't see much outside of that. Maybe one other location or two other locations. You can tell that they were restricted, mm-hmm. you know, by the budget, right. right? By the numbers, you know. And as a producer, when you go and watch movies. Are you watching with the entertainment, like I'm kicking back I, or are you critiquing the way the movie is shot? I went to a movie with a friend of mine who does, he's a director and okay. he does produce production. He tore the whole thing apart. And I was like, okay, you go sit over there. Because right now I'm just enjoying the movie. I try not to do that. I yeah. try to just enjoy the, the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's, I go, wow, they spent a lot of money on that right. particular scene or that right. setup. Right. Oh, my right. God. Right. But I try to enjoy it. I try not to pick it apart. I, yeah. I, I go merely for the pleasure. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, do you pick apart movies when you go see them? Uh, when I go see them, no. I, I wait till I, you know, see the whole experience so afterwards and then, you know, I, I think about what I saw and so forth and, you know, really, really judge it that way. But at first glance, I just go in to see it as someone who's just watched the movie. Like, I don't come in thinking, well, well, you know, well, the, the acting was like this and he really didn't hit that line right. No, no, no. I just go in to see a movie like a regular person and, and afterwards, you know, I can digest it and process it, you know, and, and give my opinions, you know, that way. Right. Yeah, I just, look, I'm easy. I'm just like, oh, that's entertaining. 
Okay, that's fun. That's fine. Yeah. You know, so it's all good. I want everybody to go out and support Think Like a Man, though. Coming Think in. Like a Man. You hear that? Joy says support Think Like a Man. Coming soon. When is it? When is it's it? going to be, I, I want to say, March. I know it's March. I okay. want to say 7th or the 9th. Okay. It opens everywhere. I produced yep. actually um, some of the Atlanta scene. Okay. I worked with Will Packer. Love him. Uh, big time producer, but worked with him on some of the, the Atlanta oh, stuff. Oh, okay. so great. Okay. Yeah, that was really good. Nice. That's nice. So if you were to do a documentary about your life, what would you call it? <laughs> I probably wouldn't do a documentary about what my life. What if you life. did? I, I probably wouldn't. But what, what would you call it? I wouldn't. You would call it, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you did a documentary about your life. Some things are just off limits. You just don't want to do. You just don't want, you would never want to do that. See, what would you, what would you name the documentary of your life if you did one? Hmm. That's, there's, there's quite a, a lot of different elements there. So what would I, what would I call it? Altitudes Unlimited is what I would call it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mine would just be dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the name of it. Right. To be continued. That would be the name of it. It just seems like so much work, you know, when you see. Now, this is what I do. Like, I love going on movie sets because the catering is off the chain. (laughs) They feed you the whole time from from the morning, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I love that. I love that. Um, our catering in the studio is not quite up to par, but, you know, maybe, see, when you come, we'll get some special catering here um, for your arrival, for our in, for our live studio audience. I would say so, cool. you know, like we used to. <laughs> With some muffins and stuff, some biscuits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Lady Ginger. Lady Ginger has joined us in the in the chat room. Welcome, Lady Ginger. We missed you. So we're glad that you're here. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And you get to start trouble all by yourself today because it's just you and see truth. Y'all have the whole chat room to just go at it and fuss and fight, you know. You can put them in a headlock. You can't, you know, just whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. I want to, again, remind everybody the Indie Lectual Hotline, 646 389-0088, that's the number to call us up and tell us how much you appreciate our show, how much you like me, how much you like the truth, um, why, why you are an intellectual, why you listen to the show, or anything else you want to share with us. We will be running um, these video clips on our anniversary show, uh, which will be coming up soon before our next anniversary. I guess we'll have the anniversary show. <laughs> And, um, oh, and, you know, last night I had a chance to go to Justin's. Um, Every Friday night, Justin's does live music. They have a band there, and the band is called Jukebox. These boys are awesome. Kind of like a roots, you know. In a sense, the the lead singer, he he raps, he does hip-hop, he he sings. The the band is crazy. It's just a keyboard player, bass player, and a drummer. And then you have the DJ there. The place was packed to capacity. I mean, everyone, the music was off the chain. So I was, it was really nice to see the live music scene. I'd heard so much about it before moving here, and it was, a, it was a, you know, really a pleasure to be able to experience it. We had a really good time. 
Everybody enjoyed it. Yeah. So, um, and we have some other stuff coming up with Justin's uh, down the pipeline. We'll keep you posted on that with Justin's and Emmy Review. So, see, uh, <laughs> let's play a couple of our favorites before we have to wrap up. Yes, 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 definitely. Uh, we got about 15 minutes left in the program. Wow. So, uh, Y'all, let's, let's, let's get in like a tune or two if possible, okay. and then okay. and we'll come back. All right, we'll be right back. Crazy freeway. How did you get all that food? I ordered from the table round the corner and brought it to you. 
can't say I thought it through Man, I saw sort of new, but when I saw you, I sort of knew I had to talk to you And nothing in my arsenal seemed possible, so I caught an audible Serve you, I'm honored to, I ain't mean to bother you I just wanna watch a few moments of your life, much like a flag on the wall would do Never mind me, the light from your unusually bright shine blinded me Till that was all I could see, understand that you don't wanna talk to me I just leave, pardon me, let me take this little broken heart and leave that was a stupid thing to do But my date didn't show up And my table set for two I pulled on my coat like Oh, look at you That's all I really wanted, ma'am Enjoy your afternoon I'm through Yeah, we like that. That's a great song. Great, great song. So, uh, Ms. Washington, we're winding down to the end of our show. Thank you for hanging out with me today. I enjoyed it. Um, I just have one more question. So, both of us are in Atlanta now. Well, I'm officially in Atlanta now. Well, you're here right today. I'm here today, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, there's a lot of film and production going on here in Atlanta, right? What What do you think is the reason that um, Atlanta has, is becoming so big in production? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the tax incentives. Mm. That's really, you know, and, you know, Tyler Perry has done a great job of putting, uh, you know, his mark mm-hmm. in the film and television industry, and he's based here. Yeah. Um, Sony, Raleigh, you know. Various studios are moving here. You have PBS. You have... You know, it's funny. When you come down 85, you see all of that. Like, yeah. that whole building with all of the monikers yeah. there. You got W's right there. down the street. The Rainforest. Yeah. Films, yeah. You know, who did uh, This Christmas and uh, Beyonce and Idris movie. I can't. The name escapes me right Oh, now. with the Sailor Traction type Yeah. Of mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. did that. You know. Um, hmm. The other movie with... Uh, Chris Brown and Idris. Oh, the Takers. The Takers. Yeah. Well, yeah, their production company is here, so they're turning out a lot of stuff as well. So. This is a great place it's for me. a great me. place to, yeah. In my look really off. great for, yeah. Yeah, for us. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is a great place for that. See, you're going to have to come out to Atlanta. I ha- yes, I, I, I'm going to come out for when we do the uh, the live taping. It's, it's been a little bit since I've been down to the A. Well, actually, I was out in Atlanta back in September for the A3C Festival, so... Okay, that's right. You did come down for the festival. Yes, 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 I did. We have our callers back. Let's pick him up real quick before we wrap up the show, him or her. Yes. Hello, you're on live. Hey, what's happening? Hi, who's this? This is Jeff from New York. Hi, Jeff. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. You have a question or comment for Miss Washington? Yeah, I was listening to her you know, her speak, she sounds like she's very um, been in the business for a long time. And I want mm-hmm. to know, have you ever considered directing your own video, you know, your own movies? Uh, no. I, ha- I mean, I thought about it. Like, I've been around so many directors and worked with so many great directors. But I really know where my gift lies, and my gift lies in producing. I'm very good in terms of, 
you know, tracking the budget. I mean, I know that's more line producing, but in terms of creatively starting the project from beginning to the post to the delivery and making sure that all of the elements are in place and everything and all those fine details, you know, that takes to put the movie together or put the project or the commercial or the TV show together. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I'm a producer, you know. Yeah, I'm a porn star, and I just wanted to know if you were interested in doing porn movies. What was the question? He's a porn star. He wants to know if you direct one of his movies. You know, I try to stay away from that. <laughs> from that, that nakedness? From okay. that butt nakedness. I really try to stay away from that. So right. that I've never gotten anything X-rated or for... Um, you know, anything like that, any of that stuff. So I don't know. I can refer you to someone, though, that may be able to handle that for you. Thank you. Wow. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Don't be a stranger. I wouldn't. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. <laughs> yeah, so we are getting ready to wrap up the show, and uh, that was an interesting call. Uh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. So at the okay, let me let me regroup. I have visions of yeah nakedness. So yeah, let me regroup. So uh, at one twenty four, we want to again thank George for joining us. You have any party boards or any way that people can reach you, like Facebook or Twitter? Well, yeah. we gave you Twitter. Give the Twitter at producer. The producer L E producer L E producer. Mm-hmm. What's your Facebook page? Facebook page is Joyce Avery Washington. Okay. That's my Facebook page. J L Y C E A V E R Y Washington W A S H I N G T O N. Right. Oh, yeah. That's and how you can reach her. And Joyce has the nerve try to be nervous here. How you gonna work with Beyonce and Mary J and all these fantastic people on the travel the world and the globe and be nervous to be on industry radio? <laughs> See, what's that about? I don't know. She she did pretty well. I mean, I don't know why she would have been nervous. It's, it's just us and however many people are out there listening. Right. Right. And 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 the security dog, that's it. Just us and security. <laughs> well, at the end of every show, as you all know, we do our um, parting with our daily slice, um, which is just a sliver of something that you can take with you throughout your week. So today... Our, our daily slice is sponsored by Max Lucado, and here it is. It's called Break Out the Prison That Confines You. Uh, if you, if you, okay, you are if you feel better when you have more and worse when you have less, and this is how you know you're in prison. You are if joy is one delivery away, one award away, or one makeover away. If your happiness comes from something you deposit, drive, drink, or digest, then face it. You're in prison, the prison of want. So uh, let's reflect on that this week and come out of that prison of want and be present to be present to your blessings as is. Appreciate them so you can have uh, more and more and more because that's how it works. You have to be thankful. So, And we're thankful for you. We're thankful that you tune into our show. We think we're thankful for our regular listeners and for our new listeners. And we're thankful for Joyce for coming and sharing Thank her you, morning with us. And um, see truth, your parting words. Yes. Uh, don't sell for crumbs. Get the ingredients to make the cake. There you go. We love that. Okay. 
So, yeah, thank you. Love flight as always. And we look forward to seeing you here next week, the same time, same place. Absolutely. Have a great one. Have a safe one. Thank you once again, Ms. Washington, for joining us. Yes. And we'll see you all soon. Exactly. Peace, y'all.